Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a shorter episode because I'm just going to be reading to you from the Yelp reviews of my local movie theater. Now, my local movie theater is a national chain. It's a Regal Crown Cinemas or whatever, and it's you know it's in this sort of an unusual configuration because it is like 12 screens, but they're spread across like nine floors of this high-rise building. And so there's lots of escalators, and it's just a weird space in general. But um, it is a terrible place to see movies. And it's in a really nice neighborhood where I live in. I live in a very fine part of New York City. Um, It's close to some less nice parts of New York City, but not so less nice that you would think, like, oh, you know, this neighborhood is terrible, or, uh, you know... It's just a little, eh, city-like, <laughs> you know. But for the most part, it's a nice neighborhood. Everyone is polite to each other in general. But for some reason, the movie theater is terrible. And I just find the Yelp reviews of the movie theater to be rather entertaining. So I'm just going to read some of them to you. And we'll start with this first one by Micah W. Or Mika, however you pronounce it. And he gives the movie theater one star. This is the worst movie theater I have ever been to. The audience is horrendous and has no respect for the other viewers. Everyone talks constantly, shouts at the screen, who shouts during a movie? Talks and slash or texts others on their brightly lit phones and laughs during serious moments. They are so unnecessarily boisterous that I even avoid asking them to be quiet as I know it will inevitably lead to some altercation that I don't want to deal with. Also, the theater has 12 floors and one escalator, which hasn't worked properly both times I've been here. The first time I visited this theater, if you can really call it that, I had to walk down all 12 flights, really 24, as floors have two levels of stairs. One positive of this theater is that the sound quality is quite good. However, that doesn't make up for its pitfalls. Imagine being in your own home and watching a film on your flat screen with amazing sound, but instead of being able to watch it in peace, you are suddenly surrounded by hundreds of rude strangers, all yelling and joking and gasping and making it known to everyone within ear shot what they think the next plot point will reveal. I'm usually not this critical, but this theater has been unbearable both times I've been there. With tickets at $13.50 a pop, I can't afford to be pissed off every time I go see a movie. I'll stick with BAM or with the Angelica, where I always know I'll get my money's worth. And Janie Z writes, also giving the movie theater one star. Just this past July 4th, I completely agree about the rude, loud, obnoxious, etc. patrons. That in itself should stop me from going to this theater, but it didn't. Today's trip is what did it for me. Why is <laughs> why is the place already a mess at 12 noon? It just opened. The lobby shouldn't be littered with popcorn. My fingers shouldn't stick to the concession counter, especially after I waited in a long, miserable line for 15 minutes. Why, why would there be only one concession stand open? One in the entire 10-plus screen theater on the 4th of July. And there were only two cashiers working? Having lines that long in a lobby has to be a fire hazard. The one star they're getting is for the clean bathroom. And Christina B. adds, with a two-star review, This theater does have its issues. They all do. It all comes down to strategy. Do you want to see a newly released movie or wait a few weeks for the theater to clear out? Would you rather watch a movie during the weekend or on a weeknight? Are you a night owl or an early worm? You have to know the neighborhood the theater is in and understand customer trends. I went to see the 615 showing of the Avengers on a Thursday night. The theater was quiet, clean, and practically deserted. I had no issues whatsoever. No complaints at all. I wouldn't buy any of the snacks, of course, because they're way too expensive. Then again, so was the ticket at 1350. And D apostrophe N apostrophe L M period writes, 
in a one-star review. It is just a very difficult thing to see a movie in this theater. That is, unless you would like to not really watch the movie, but hear from the other people around you. It was midnight and I went to see Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. The movie is mainly empty. When these two guys walk in, the movie playing, they are 15 minutes late. One guy is on the phone, literally walking from one side of the theater to the other, speaking on the phone. Quote, yeah, yeah, I'm at the movie. What? What? Oh, yeah. That shit is funny, right? Is how the conversation continued. It appears that the loud movie was taking away from the conversation. So we decided to move seats in an empty theater. Let's move somewhere else. Now I knew we were in trouble because it was a two and a half hour movie and there was a lot of speaking. It was going to be very difficult for these morons to follow the story. There was not enough action and, well, they would also have trouble sitting for long. We moved to a new section of the theater and, well, G-D bless these next people because I think she was really trying hard, but it took her about 30 minutes of dialogue until she could not stand anymore. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Don't go in there! Don't go in there! We would occasionally hear. But she was still doing okay. That was until her mother decided to call her. That was only about a five-minute conversation, but after that, she was completely lost. She had nothing left to do but speak to her boyfriend who had fallen asleep. Finally, we moved one more time to a place where no one was, and though we could faintly hear the voices of people, it was the most quiet the theater had been in some time. Concessions are a joke. We waited in line for ten minutes, and the line had not moved. We went up to our movie, put our coats down, and left my wife to go get us popcorn, a drink, or something. By the time I had taken the escalator up three flights, found a seat, contemplated leaving, got up, walked down three flights, the line had literally not moved. What the hell was happening? I don't know. I couldn't tell. There was no line, just a loose collection of heavy people standing around with their mouths agape, their eyes slightly tilted towards the ceiling. It was strange. It was like they were all getting like a brain massage for some reason. Anyway, yeah, no thanks. I normally have a no movie rule, and places like this are exactly why. You do not want to be in a dark room with these people. It is just this apathetic, moronic sort of culture that we live in these days. It's better to stay home and not spend 25 bucks to be annoyed by a bunch of low-class, inconsiderate, untrained idiots. And to think, I actually paid money to sit in the dark with these people. Never again. And Donna A. writes, in a three-star review, Cracks me up how much people hate this theater. I can somewhat relate, but I think this theater is all about strategy. It is very convenient to many buses and subway stops, and it's huge. There are several fast food shops, delis, and a pharmacy nearby where you can smuggle a few goods instead of paying the exorbitant prices of movie theater snacks. Disclaimer, as a Yelper, it is my duty to inform people I in no way condone stealing money from the man. I come here to get a quote-unquote interactive experience. If I want to watch a fun movie where I don't mind people hooting and hollering at the screen, screaming at the climactic parts, and clapping when the villain is finally avenged, then I come here. Now, uh, I think she used the word avenged wrong because the villain is rarely avenged. But, moving on. And Brent F. adds in a one-star review. The only difference between this theater and trying to watch a movie at the ape house of your local zoo is that the apes are better behaved and are less likely to throw their feces. If you like the idea of rubbing shoulders with a bunch of wannabe thug gangsters, brackets replete with saggy pants so we can see and smell their unwashed ass cracks, and their buck-toothed skanks all screaming at the screen or their cell phones like autistic nine-year-olds, then this is the place for you. And two people found this useful, three people found it funny, and three people found it cool. And Pat M. from Brooklyn writes in a two-star review, It is a perfectly serviceable theater. My one real problem is every time I have seen a movie there, there has been a baby. Whether it is a PG movie at 2 on a Tuesday or 12 a.m. at an R-rated movie. 
Of course, that baby starts to cry, and of course the parents don't take that baby from the theater. I would rather have a cell phone go off than a baby. There are lots of reviews mentioned disruptive audience members, brackets non-baby kinds. This can be annoying, but usually I am at a bad movie here, and the added commentary adds to the movie. Like the woman who repeatedly called Optimus Prime quote-unquote her man, even when he was failing at her current mission. That truly made Transformers 3 a better experience, but having crabs would have made that a better experience. And Thomas R. writes in another one-star review, Can I give it zero stars? The only thing more ghetto than this theater is watching newsreels of the 1965 Watts riots and imagining yourself transported back in time. The audience is loud, rude, and completely indifferent to anyone and everyone around them. Brackets, brackets, rules and manners are for everyone but me. Adults let their kids run and scream until they reach the breaking point. Then they threaten to, quote-unquote, kick your ass if the child, quote-unquote, don't shut your fucking mouth. The place is filthy and the patrons are slobs. And there's a reason the Barnes & Noble next door and nearby Chase ATM have guards at night. Finally, the NYPD actually attributed the spike in local muggings, assault, car break-ins, and the like to the patrons of this theater. What a mess. And Jules D adds in another one-star review. Apparently the word is out, and Court Street UA is the place for babysitting. I mean, you can be watching an R-rated flick. I was there one time watching 300, and I could hear kids running up and down the aisles and a baby screaming. I mean, seriously? This was during a scene where some guy was getting... <laughs> this was during a scene where some guy was getting his head cut off in extremely graphic detail. WTF kind of person would expose their five-year-old kid to that. Between that and the people texting, or even once I was there and some woman was having a conversation on her speakerphone. That's right, speakerphone while the movie was playing. Actually, I don't mind the broken escalators. Everyone could use a little workout, especially most of the patrons of UA Court Street. On the upside, the screens are huge and the sound is pretty good. Brackets when you can actually concentrate and hear it. And John L. writes in a generous two-star review. This theater attracts a bad element talking, laughing, and a baby once had her diaper changed in the seat right next to me. I kid you not. Good light, good sound, a half-hour escalator to get to most movies. Most concession stands are almost always closed. If you're early, go grab a coffee at Barnes & Noble or a drink on Atlantic Avenue. And Dusty K adds, One word. Ghetto. Every time I find out a movie I really want to see is playing at this hellhole, I shudder with fear. As a native Brooklynite, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, but nothing compares to the specimens that can be found at the Court Street UA. This theater is filled with troublemakers who kick your seat, eat chicken, and scream, oh snap, at the movie, <laughs> at the, at the movie screen. The clickety-clack of fake nails texting on iPhones is only one of the added soundtracks you're bound to encounter at this place. Plus, you run the risk of getting shot. Stay away. This place is straight hood. And Phil M. adds, with a one-star review, Hey, what's up? All the negative reviews of this despicable theater are incredibly accurate. However, what they fail to mention is that this is the place to watch slow, dramatic films and independent comedies like Up in the Air and The Kids Are Alright. Seriously, the noisy, inconsiderate crowd do not see those films here. In fact, an unsavory couple strolled into the late screening of The Ides of March and sat there completely flummoxed by the sight of intelligent people talking on the screen. So bewildered were they by the absence of action that they shook their heads and quickly left. So, if you enjoy seeing these kinds of films, you will be fine here. But if you're going to see a big Hollywood tentpole release, you will regret it dearly. And David D. adds in a one-star review, We should bring back segregated movie theaters. 
Not by race, but by those who know how to shut the fuck up during a film and those who don't. Those glass things they put over cake? They should just set those over morons where there's just enough oxygen in there so they can breathe but not talk. Where the fuck are the ushers? Used to be a time one could expect the aisles to be policed so that everyone could enjoy a film. I'm paying nearly $15 a pop and there isn't a single usher around. But the cunt tearing tickets mind-numbingly still has a job and always knows when I bought the senior ticket in an attempt to save a couple of bucks. Better bet, Cobble Hill Cinema or Regal in Battery Park. Trust. And Michael Yee writes in his one-star review, I had time to kill between lunch and dinner, and I was in Brooklyn. I paid $9 to see Sucker Punch at a matinee, two times more expensive than a matinee back in Ohio for a film that was honestly quite terrible. For my $9, I was given a dirty theater that smelled somewhat like a wet dog, two homies talking to one another, and then proceeding to place a phone call to their quote-unquote boy about an hour into the film, and a customer quote-unquote service agent who suggested there was nothing he could do about it when I complained. Thank goodness lunch and dinner were excellent. Lugers and Robertas, respectively. Or I'd probably never go back to Brooklyn. And in a four-star review, Juan M. writes... Okay, so I've read a few reviews of this movie theater, and they were all bad. Quote-unquote, very small lobby. Quote-unquote, couple in front was watching porn on a phone. Quote-unquote, ghetto theater. Does any of that even matter? No. What matters is the fact that you can pay for one ticket and watch all the movies you want. The service sucks so much that you can walk right past the same worker 15 times and they won't ask to see a ticket stub. Now, I don't know about you, but with the way this economy is right now, wouldn't you prefer to get as much out of those $12 as possible? And Vicky M. writes in a one-star review, A great theater for the hearing impaired. For some reason, the people that go to this theater don't realize that you are supposed to shut the F up during a film. Between the proud yelling, nervous cackling, quote-unquote, aw shits, shit sons, why she do that, hoo-hahs and hoo-hahs <laughs> and hee-hoos, it's impossible to focus. It would be easier to watch a film with a crowd of puppies. It's tragic, really, because this place has super comfortable, inclined seating, gigantic screens, and great sound. Ah, well. And Jennifer S. adds, in a two-star review, Hey, idiot. Don't bring your baby to a 12 a.m. screening of a movie. No, wait. Don't bring your baby to any movie. I went to see Knocked Up Here. There were a few scenes where even I was like, quote-unquote, wow, this is raunchy. And these girls don't even look old enough to vote come strolling in with two baby carriages and crying babies in them. There's this thing called a babysitter. Use it. Or if you can't afford it, buy the bootleg. Ugh. Disgusted. I'm sorry. I don't pay $11 a ticket to listen to screaming children. Assholes on cell phones or people that feel the need to comment on every scene of the movie. This theater has potential to be really good. Stadium seating is always a plus. But the clowns that come here truly ruin the experience. They can't hear you yelling to screen at them, so shut your mouth. Let me enjoy the movie. And Bill M. writes in his one-star review. I didn't want to go back to this place based on previous horrible experiences. I went to see The Last Exorcism tonight, and it was hands down the worst, th <laughs> the worst movie theater experience I've ever had. There literally wasn't a moment during the movie where the crowd was silent, shouting at every twist and turn, stating the obvious, oh man, did you see that? And children running all over the theater during an exorcism movie. Maybe the movie-going experience in that neighborhood is grained into people's minds differently than what I learned growing up, but hands down, this theater attracts rude, obnoxious moviegoers, 100% worth skipping and going somewhere else. 
And Todd L writes in his one star review, I don't even want to give this disaster one star because of my last experience which left me scarred for life. A couple of friends and I went to see some overhyped, underwhelming Hollywood nonsense. After buying the tickets, we had to make the 10 minute journey up the seemingly never ending series of escalators to the ninth floor. Yes, the ninth floor. Once there, we made ourselves comfortable and waited for the movie to start. But maybe it was my fault for bringing in sunflower seeds or disposing the shells on the floor beneath my chair. Not the most considerate move, but either way, I paid the price. About 20 minutes into the movie, I see something out of the corner of my eye. It was a small mouse darting <laughs> It was a small mouse darting out from across the aisle, grabbing my discarded shells, then retreating to a safe place. Initially, I found this cute. After I made my friends aware of this ambitious mouse, they both checked him out, and then we all went back to the movie. A couple of minutes later, I looked down to notice that there are three mice having a ball scampering around the theater near my feet. Fine, whatever. I was okay with this until they started climbing on seats and called the rest of the clan to join them in the fun. Once I counted seven, I myself scampered out of the theater and watched the remainder of the movie from the dimly lit entr entrance hall. From the dimly lit entrance hall. Okay, so I'm a big sissy because I don't like vermin in the dark swarming my feet while I'm watching a crappy movie. No matter how you look at it, you have to remember that we're on the ninth floor. That leads me to believe that there are bigger problems at this theater. Disturbing. Anyway, as I was leaving, I mentioned my experience to the manager. She shrugged and said, that is disgusting. Glad we agree. No more UA Court Street 12 for me. You have been warned. And we'll finish with a five-star review of the UA Court Street Stadium 12 by Joseph G. who writes, These people are crazy. This place is for shizzle. Pay one ticket and cruise the whole sucker all day if you know what I mean. Winking emoticon. What more can you ask for? It gets three stars for me as a theater for real film watching, yes. But overall, Court Street is a great location with a B&N bookstore next door to tide you over and easily sneak in food, although I hate smelling your shit, people. Easy way to spend a cheap all day somewhere. If you leave a small amount of ethics at the door, don't worry, you're not alone. Well, do you live near a terrible movie theater? Because I do. I've been, uh, you know, checked in at Yelp at this uh, movie theater on multiple occasions. And uh, I just love reading the reviews while I'm waiting my, for my movie to start because they are almost always super negative, which I think is hilarious. Especially because it's really true. I mean, on multiple occasions I've had to grab children <laughs> and force them to sit down in the, in the aisles. Um, and luckily their parents have been uh, flipped out on me for being like, shut the fuck up or whatever. Uh, my friend Constantine and I went to go see Toy Story and had two kids uh, try to put their shoes feet between us, like put their legs up on our chairs. And uh, when, <laughs> when my friend asked them to do it, they pretended not to hear him and then were laughing about like, ah, man, what are you going to do? <laughs> Unfortunately for them, Constantine is a large person, so he, uh, tall wise, so he was able to say, uh, yeah, please take your foot. And, they, and then they did. But then they proceeded to kick the chair at the whole movie. So, or the theater reviews I have read are very accurate. There's definitely some inconsideracy in society today, especially in movies with your phones and being able to talk to people immediately all the time. What are you going to do? But uh, it's funny. There used to be a, a virgin movie theater in Times Square that my wife and I went to go see Dancer in the Dark at. And Dancer in the Dark, if you are uh, unfamiliar, is a movie about Bjork being a person who's slowly going blind, being framed for a murder, and then... Spoiler alert, she is hung at the end, even though she doesn't necessarily 
have to be hung because she was not guilty and it kind of comes out but she refuses to defend herself in court because she's afraid that her son will not be able to get the surgery that, that he needs so that he won't also slowly go blind over his life. And so we, we were the only people in this Virgin Mega Store movie theater at Times Square, which is now sadly gone. And uh, literally halfway through the movie, a couple comes in and sits directly in front of us <laughs> uh, in an empty movie theater. And we couldn't believe it. We were just like, what? Like, why would you sit right in front of another couple? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So we moved over and they seemed like, oh, like these people think they're better than what? These people have an attitude for moving because we moved right in front of them. And then and in the last 10 minutes, when Bjork is like on her way to the gallows to be hung, a guy came in who had been seeing another film and sat right in front of us again with his friends because he had seen another movie. And then he was like, oh shit, is that Bjork? Wait, what's happening? Oh shit, are they gonna hang Bjork? Oh wow, this is crazy. Meanwhile, my wife and I are, are weeping because the movie is very intense and uh, depressing. And this guy was just like, oh shit, they hung, they hung Bjork. Oh, that's, that's fucked up, man. What's this movie like? What's it about? <laughs> and uh, we never went back to that movie theater. Sadly, we only have this nearby movie theater to see all the kids' movies that we go to see. So it's understandable if the children are singing the SpongeBob song during Alvin and the Chipmunks, I have no problem with that. But I just went to go see Batman Rises there, and not only did the guy behind me snore through most of the movie, but he also, uh, when he, he woke up during the big fight between Bane and Batman underneath the armory, just woke up just in time to go, man, Bane, Bane fucked up Batman, which it, we had all just seen. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, also, another quick movie story. My wife and I once went to go see Sneakers at a movie theater in Milwaukee. And the only other patrons were members of some local Latin gang, which had a candy fight. And then um, were threatening to shoot each other. And also stood in front of the projector and made gang signs on the screen. <laughs> Shadow gang sign puppets. And then uh, were weirdly aggressive towards us when we left and kind of mocked us for not wanting to sit through their terrifying, <laughs> terrifying antics. And I would have complained to somebody, except the only people working there were uh, two, maybe 16-year-old little uh, white ladies who I didn't think were quite up to uh, reining in the 37th and Clyborne gangsters, whatever they were called. Um, anyway, I don't know if you feel like your Yelp reviews, if you ever make a Yelp review, uh, is falling on deaf ears, but now you have a champion. I have read these reviews. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to be it for this episode of Lou Reads. No real new Lou Reads um, news. Uh, I'm going to be going on a little mini vacation uh, in August, so uh, I may record a, a podcast at the beach. I've done it before. Um, and then after that, I am going to be going to PAX in Seattle to work on the League of Legends streaming event. So if you're going to PAX and you want to meet up, let me know. Just send an email to Lou Reads at Gmail and um, work something out and come watch you play Settlers of Catan or whatever other nerdly nonsense you may be engaged in. So that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You, my local movie theater reviews edition. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>